happy hump day on the captain's log. Oh, Adam, it is Wednesday. Adam, Adam Gable, yes. Hey, how are you guys doing? Nice to see you. First of all, we might as well um, get rid of the, uh, what do they call that in the room? When, the elephant. The, in the elephant in the room. The, the voice. In the room. Yeah, yeah. yeah hello, this and, isn't a thing. In, in my case, it's more of a, the Oscar the Grouch in the room. <laughs> this, no, this is, I'm not, it's not the way I sound today. It's the way I sort of always Yeah, it's sound. not like you're sick. This is it's it. Not, well, you know, it's. I sound like this whether I am sick or not. And and is tell. that, um, was that something that you were born with? Well, no, I didn't come out sounding like this right no, now. No, when you cried, you <laughs> That would have been a great I'm cry, right, though. Uh, sorry, I would have put you right back in. Right? Yeah, exactly. The doctor would have been like, I'm, uh, "Congratulations, Mrs. Gable." <laughs> it's some kind of gremlin. So or no, this has sort of developed over the last couple of years, I would say. It's really, like, it's like vocal nodules, or is it just like a thing? It's just a thing. It's just a thing. I don't really have an answer. People always ask. They're disappointed. They want some crazy story about how I got kicked in the neck. Yeah. When I tried to steal like a Topo Chico from a bodega in the Bronx, but no, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's just, just me. It's just me how I yeah, sound. That's yeah. all there is to it. I think that's well, that's good. So the elephant's good. The and, elephant's uh, good. Yeah, we're excited. Yeah. You're in Naples, Florida. I'm in Naples, Florida. It's so funny because to me, I would never go to Naples, Italy to do comedy, right? Right. Because. I'm a Jew from Brooklyn, so yeah. what am I? I don't. Hi, miss, Maria. I don't speak any Italian, and yet everybody that I told, when I told them I was going to Naples, they're like, "Are you going to do comedy in Italy?" No, it's Naples, Florida. So yeah. here I am. I'm in Naples. Florida. We're the second most famous Naples. The second, third yeah. most, third most famous Naples, Naples, Oklahoma. <laughs> Not nearly. No, as that's good. So where are you from originally? Because we only met just to. So the uh, the viewers and listeners get a quick uh, background history. We met at the World Series of Comedy, right? Yeah, we met at the World Series of Comedy, yeah. which um, if you're a comedian watching this or just a fan of comedy, definitely recommend the World Series of Comedy. Yeah, it was a it's, great event. It was a great event for, for guys like me and for guys like Brian. Yeah, yeah. So we had a great time together. And uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun there. And you sort of grabbed me the day after my set and said, I want to... Bring I want to book you. Yeah, I liked your set. I thought it was uh, really great. So Thank you. here you are headlining off the Hook Comedy Club tonight. And Tonight's. then uh, you're working the rest of the week. You're opening up. Yeah, I'm opening up for Andrew Rivers, who yeah. uh, Dry Bar Comedy has got yeah. like a million views. Yeah, yeah. On, so he was a finalist. I have a following. He was a finalist recently in the Seattle International Comedy Co Competition. Top five of like yeah. 400 professional comp this is not me that's andrew rivers yes yeah. so that's yes, gonna so be a good show so that's exciting so yeah. where did you come from i uh oh i came from brooklyn you both think? of my parents are, are are brooklynites i grew up in brooklyn so that explains sort of the whole oeuvre yeah of of my whole thing i uh i love brooklyn i, I basically lived in new york my whole life but i've traveled a bunch I uh, I come I travel around the country. I've been to Florida, but I haven't played the West Coast of Florida yet. I've done sort of the middle, yeah. and I've done like the the North, the whole Panhandle thing. Although that's not really Florida. So now you play in the real clubs. Now I'm playing the real clubs. Yeah. In, in the in the beautiful parts of Florida, the parts of Florida where the Florida man doesn't usually do most of his work. <laughs> this is more right. That's I'm, true. <laughs> that's true. The Florida man stories are are not Naples. It's amazing. Right? It's amazing what you what you hear about but yeah no i'm really excited i love central florida so. and where do you live do you i live in uh, i live just uh just outside of park slope brooklyn right on the right on the edge of prospect park yeah which is cool people don't understand how you can grow up in an apartment living but i got the world's biggest backyard 
You got right. uh, you got an unforgettable voice. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, uh, it helps when I call the. Uh, I call for assistance for like insurance <laughs> or something. I don't have to give them my name. They're like, oh, that's right. We spoke to you yesterday. Yeah, if you call for insurance, you must be like, damn it. This guy, help <laughs> this guy already. Help this guy. This He's guy got existing conditions. Sick. We don't need him. People, I call up. People assume I'm a cancer patient. But no, no, I'm a Gemini. Uh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, yeah, no, I mean, I like to think that my whole thing is unforgettable. I get the hat. I'm tall and lanky. Yeah. Kind of a movie. I move a lot, so yeah. I, uh, well, it's a great show. I mean, you you got me. You hooked me, and there was I saw I don't know how many, eighty comics probably performed. So I was uh, I was very happy to have you, and yeah. it's exciting. And now we'll have a good relationship. And yeah, and um, anybody you, who anybody who wants to bring me down to this wonderful place is it's always good in my books. Yeah. So how'd you get here? Did you try? Did you fly? No, or? I flew. The nice thing is it's so cheap. Yeah. To fly every experience. Everything getting to the airport was completely protracted. It was just nonstop. I barely made my flight. I made my flight. The flight itself was fantastic. I had a whole road of myself. Really? Sleep. Yeah, I laid down. That's and, totally and weird coming this time of the year, coming down here. But yeah, I mean, I got an early, early flight. I flew out at like 6.30 in the morning. Okay, yesterday. okay. Because I learned traveling a lot. Here's an important tip for you travelers. Look at Michael. Look at Michael Glatzmeyer. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, I love my, I love Michael Glatzmeyer, too. He's yeah, great. He's, he's another great. guy that I met at the World Series. He's very funny. You can check him out. He does a lot of musical stuff. He's coming next week. He's oh, he's coming next Tuesday week. Tuesday night right. headlines. That's right. That's right. I saw that. He's, no, he's going to, you guys are going to have a great time with yeah. him. One thing I learned from traveling, though, was always get the earliest flight. Because if you get the earliest flight, you're getting out of there. You know, I, I appreciate that. One thing I've learned from being in comedy is typical comedians take the last flight of the day. The worst flight they could ever take because that's the latest flight. We're giving them gold right now. If you want to fly with us, we'll tell you. You take the last flight, that means all the other flights that were backed up two minutes, three minutes, by the end of the day, it's an hour late. Well, let me, let me put it to you this way, right? I'm going to fly, right? It's my day to fly. Yeah. I'm not doing anything else that day. So... Should I stay in the horrible weather in I New York? I love this idea. Or just get to Florida as soon as I can? I love it's that. It's not like I'm going to Siberia. If I'm going to a gulag, I'm going to get the last flight I right. can. But there's palm trees here. Yeah, no, I get that. And I feel the same way. You you know when you're flying and traveling on the day, your whole day you're just like, damn, what time's my flight? Damn, right. what time's my right. flight? So I always take the first, take the, first the early, early, early flight as well. Plus then I don't risk getting off on the wrong foot. We're travel experts, guys. We're giving you all these advice. It's this like, captain. it's free, literally. It's this amazing. Is, this is amazing. How can they go wrong? Well, I don't know how they could go. The only way they could go wrong but would be to not come to the show this weekend. <laughs> That's true. That is true. That'd be the only thing you could do that uh, Which, by the way, tonight's show's at 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. You can get tickets at offthehookcomedy.com if you use the code crazy, crazy, like the word, crazy19, you're going to get free tickets right now. Five people who want to Come to the show. Should I take I'm a to that? Are you saying that I'm crazy? Is that what this no. is? No. Oh, is I, it like, is it like it, ne yeah. next it's week with my It's crazy that I'm giving away oh, tickets. Oh, I see. I so see. I did it like it's that. You know what I'm saying? It's not unique. It's not unique for the performer. Like correct. Correct. It's just like a crazy talented. idea that I have. I see. Crazy. Yeah. Free to, yeah, yeah. Who does that? I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, whoever. Wants so, how'd you get into comedy? I've always been funny. I had a friend who I met on Birthright Israel, and he went and did comedy. And he said, "You in come Israel?" To yeah. Well, I, I went a long time ago. I met a, I met some, I met a friend of mine who was. I don't uh, normally think of Israel as being a funny place. Oh yeah. Well, it's you know, we're, we're it's a country full of Jews, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. it's funny, right? <laughs> so it's one giant Catskill. 
is this is, is, is Israel. No, I met a guy there years ago. Yeah. And uh, I did comedy for like six months to the, in 2002, and then I quit for 12 years. Wow. And then I. And what made you start? Uh, and what made you quit? Why'd well, you what quit? made me start was, like I said, I met this guy and he started and yeah. he loved it. And he was like, you got to come do this. And I did it. I wasn't really happy. I feel like I got to give you, I brought you a bottle of water. <laughs> I feel like I got to give you a drink. But it's not. It's, no, it's, it's the it's, real thing. No, it's, I mean, I'm always happy to have water. But no, it's not going to change the way I, uh, yeah. the way anything happens. Uh, and then uh, I quit because I just, you know, I was a little too young for it. I think comedy is something, you got to have a lot of uh, faith in yourself. Yeah. And I think I was too too young to believe in myself to that extent and then I sort of lived my life for 12 years and I was like all right I think I'm ready to do this now ready to my comedy's a little bit off kilter I would say it's not the most typical thing you've seen and I needed the confidence in myself to try and do that again you start you wrote these jokes and how, how did you become a writer and figure out oh if I write these jokes and well, tell them on stage you know my my whole everyone in my family is funny I really? mean I don't think that I ever I just, I always knew how to write jokes, you know. My, I used to sit in the car with my sister and my father and we'd just say jokes riff. back and riff. You yeah. Know? I mean, I remember, uh, you know, he used to talk about Woody Allen and uh, and I just like, that kind of thing just expanded my idea a little bit. And we just, you know, shoot jokes back and forth, puns back and forth, stuff like that. I uh, I remember that I, uh, I, I we, were, we were talking about the breakfast club. This is probably the earliest thing. That I, it's not that funny, but it's an interesting idea. Like, wouldn't it be funny if there was a movie called The Breakfast Club 2 where the kids just showed up and just sat quietly for an hour and 45 minutes? <laughs> right? right? So that was like my thought. You know, that's, I don't know. I mean, I always just wrote jokes, yeah. I think, is what it is. Yeah. And then getting on stage, how did you do it? First time on stage, what was it like? It was a little rough. I mean, you know, it's the... Uh, I'll tell you what got me back on stage, because I think this is more important. I was watching a, a, a special called uh, The 50 Years of the Improv, right? Oh, yeah. And there was all these, everybody, you know, all the, the most celebrated, famous comedians. You got Bill Maher and, and uh, you know, uh, Russell Brand was there and all the Wayans Brothers and just all these people who had come up through the improv. Yeah. Sarah Silverman were there and, uh, and uh, uh, Seinfeld and... And, and everybody, and one of them was, I think it was, uh, um, what, they were all telling stories about how they had bombed at the beginning. Right. This was the point, is that it was all about how, how Bud would just let them do whatever they wanted, and how they would go on stage. Jimmy Fallon once went on stage and shaved for 15 minutes and didn't get a single laugh. And I'm thinking to myself, if all of these comedy luminaries can start out not having any idea what they were doing, right. why should I expect to be fantastic at it right oh, that's away? That's a great way to look at and it. If it's going to take 10 years for Bill Maher to be confident, then I should at least put a couple of years into it. Yep. I'm not funnier than Bill Maher. Right. So, you know, over the course of a couple of years, I just realized that everybody needs to get good. And everybody does need to bomb. And everybody needs to bomb. Because then when they come off stage and say they killed, right. they realize that, well, maybe they did, they did get some laughs. Because if they really bombed, they really, they bombed. really bombed. They really bombed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's... It's been a while. Not that I don't have bad sets. I don't want to say it like that. In fact, the other night I had a. So I was having a great, was having a great set the other night <laughs> at the Grizzly Pear. I'm about two minutes in. It's an eight minute set, so I'm just banging jokes. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Bo, bo, bo. No, like, no. How are you? Just bam, bam. So I'm two minutes in, and I, I, I hit one of my great. You know, I'm in the middle of a, a riff, the uh, of a bit. Yeah. The, the opening line hits, and then this girl's hair caught. On fire, dude! During you the place set, up, right? It was how she, 
because she laughed at the joke and her hair went back into a candle. And I was looking over oh here. Oh my and god. And they were there. I didn't even see it, but I smelled it. I was like, You're oh kidding. my god, what is that smell? And then I look back and the guy behind her is like hitting her hair to put her hair. I go, did your hair just light on fire? And she's like, oh my god, yes. I said, are you okay? First question, yeah. of course. Are you okay? Yes, she's okay. Because you were totally prepared to help her. No, As I, a comedian, you have zero skills in that well, yeah, to help. I wouldn't have zero. I would have said, somebody do something. <laughs> I would have yelled my the microphone. Right, exactly. I've got a microphone. Call 911. <laughs> Her hair's out, but oh I just I couldn't get them back. You know, I a lot of ch every time I talked about the fact that it, her hair was on fire and the guy behind her was now having a, a fit in hysterics, the audience loved it. But I was trying to do jokes, and they yeah. weren't there for the jokes anymore. And then so. they keep smelling it and reminding and then, oh. themselves, "Oh, that girl's hair did oh catch on fire." Yeah. So you was, just couldn't get back. I on. I just couldn't get back on. But I'll tell you, it was a valuable experience. Yeah. And then I wrote a funny joke about it on Facebook, so <laughs> I got like a bunch of likes on it. That's so good. That was cool. That's good. It was a real. It was. Comedy is, is a crazy experience. One of the fun things about comedy is you never know what's going to happen. Speaking of which, I always like my guests to give their social media so people can follow them. What, what is that? So on uh, on Facebook, you can just find me, Adam Gable, G-A-B-E-L. Instagram is A-J Gable, A-J-G-A-B-E-L. And uh, uh, you can find me on adamtellsjokes.com. That's my website. Adamtellsjokes.com. Pretty it's, easy website. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and I've got all kinds of shit on there and videos and stuff like that. That's awesome. So how long has it been you've been doing comedy? Uh, I've been doing comedy a little bit more than five years now. So. A little bit more than five well, years. I've been doing it consistent. That and was, now this is full-time? Yeah, yeah, this is full-time. I mean, I'm in the entertainment business full-time and... And uh, and I, you know I produce shows and travel all over. I do a bunch of I produce people. I produce. I work with people. I write stuff like that. I do. Uh, you know it's 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 like Mitch Hedberg said. When you're in comedy, everybody wants to know if you can do uh, anything else. You want to write a script, but you know it's like if you're a chef, can you also farm? No, I just yeah. Just do the best. <laughs> so do you actually write other people's material? Uh, I'm, uh, I write for, I submit for this website called Comedy Wire, yeah. which when you're a pro, uh, on the, they have two websites. They have a, an entry level website where just people can pitch jokes. And then once you get uh, enough of, um, you build yourself up there, they have the pro website where you, they submit, they submit like 25 campaigns a day and you just write. It's advertising jokes, anything that's sort of adjacent to comedy and writing. Okay. And they, you know, there's money from that and stuff like that. That's you make cool. money, uh, doing, um, producing shows and in New York and stuff like that. Yep, yep, yep. Very cool. And any uh, any family? What do you guys? Oh, married, so kids, I have anything? two kids. Um, you do. I have two kids. Yeah, I talk about them in my act. I'm uh, I'm divorced, so I have two kids. My daughters are 11 and 7, and they're beautiful little girls. One of them just got into the uh, into the Girl Scouts. And she made a, a fantastic video that uh, tells me that she someday is probably going to be in advertising because oh that's great she's uh, they're, she's they're promoting beautiful. herself Good she's promoting. promoting herself they're they're beautiful little girls and they're they're funny in their own right uh, I talk a little bit about them in my act uh, I don't it's weird because you know I try to keep them out of it because everything is so it, it was different before social media right. now you're. Imminently connected. With what about everybody. them? Do they have phones and do they have social media? Because that's well, a big thing with my daughter. She's twelve. Well, you know, big I mean, deal, bro. It's not uh, my younger my younger daughter. Nothing. She's seven. 
We're actually just thinking. I was thinking about getting her just a flip phone. So okay. In case of emergency. A little jitterbug. Yeah, well, yeah, just so in case of emergency, she could call home. Yeah. But she doesn't have anything. My older daughter just got a phone. She's in sixth grade. So she got a phone this year. Middle school. Yeah, Whoa. she uses it a lot, but we're very strict about social. she has Snapchat? She does not have Snapchat. She, she doesn't Instagram. have any social media right now. Really? Yeah, it's it's different. I think in 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 Brooklyn, people are very cautious about that. It's pretty typical to keep the kids off of social media until high school. Really? Uh, at least till eighth grade. Yeah, because the the kids are the it's the the way, the way people interact. In it's New running York, rampant it's, here. Yeah, well, I mean, everybody when you're when you're in this kind of suburban environment, it's easy to segregate your children from the the the, the elements that are going to take advantage of that. Yeah. In New York, everybody is interacting. There's just so many people and everywhere. Everybody's interacting all the time. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. my daughter walks to school, so it's easy for somebody to see something sure. like that on social media. Yeah. So we pretty much keep it out of uh, keep them. That's away nice. From. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's but lucky you, know, you, I mean, you don't have to deal with the drama. But, well, I mean, that's now. Well, what about the text messaging? They must do oh, group chats, right? Yeah, they're it's all over the place. Ballistic the, on group they're, they're all over the place with the chatting, but they don't let them have the phones at school. Oh, you can bring your phone to school if you're caught in junior high school, at least. If you're caught with your phone, then they yeah, take it away. Yeah. It's still considered pretty much inside school because you don't really need it. I mean, they do computer stuff all day. They're on Google. They're on uh, Google Chrome every. This is they the use crazy Chromebooks, thing. right? Yeah, they use Chromebooks. All the yeah. kids in the junior high school get a fr not not free, but they're you know it's part of the school yeah, curriculum, it's part of which the is curriculum. amazing to me. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I look forward to uh, tomorrow, tonight actually, tonight, tonight, tonight seven, seven o'clock, and then uh, the rest of the week will be great. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, be a lot of fun. Week. You get to good enjoy good weather too. Yeah, I'm really excited. You know, it's about really going to be nice out all week. Nice. It's fantastic. So enjoy it. Thank you so much, Brian. It's nice to see you, dude. Be good. We're Thanks. out, guys. Bye. Bye. See you tonight.